Thank you for listening to the 8-Bit to the Future podcast. Please help us continue with the show by liking us on Facebook and following us on Twitter through the handle at 8-Bit to the Future. We appreciate any comments we will receive and we will look to read them out and respond each week on our show. We would also really appreciate if you could leave us an iTunes review. Your support is what keeps this podcast growing and thriving and we hope you enjoy this episode. <laughs> the 8-Bit to the Future podcast, or should I say, Bigfooty presents the 8-Bit to the Future podcast. Isn't that right, Shams? Yeah. I, I'm here as always with Shams and Keck, and it sounds like you just can't contain your excitement there, Keck. How's things? Oh, mate, I'm pretty excited. Pretty excited, yeah. Shams? I'm seeing some activity in the pants there. In yeah. the pants? You see that lump? <laughs> sort of growing slowly. He's <laughs> wearing skinny jeans, so if there's a lump, it's... Uh, pretty visible. Pretty visible. That's a new record for smut. In the podcast? Yeah. Five seconds? Yeah. You're welcome. Last time it took us, what, how long? Five minutes. I think it was a good hour last time until Keck made his dad joke. Yeah, no, it didn't take me long, remember? Yeah, in our last podcast, there was a a late dad joke. Yeah, you didn't get a dad joke until the hour, Mark. No, I've said all, I've used them all up today, actually, at work. Really? No gems for us? No. Oh, maybe. We'll see. Well, Well, fingers crossed. I hope uh, we can get something good there. Um... So the news with 8-Bit is that we are now under the Big Footy banner. That's bigfooty.com where you can find our podcast from now on uh, under their podcast section. We'll still be doing what we've always done um, with our format that we hope you've grown to know and love. And if this is your first time listening to us, welcome. Uh, as always, we're, I'm joined by Shams and Keck. Hello. Hey. And what we do is we look at a retro game each week. We look at a current game, and we also cast our hides, eyes, our hides, our eyes ahead to the future. And our hides, and our hides. We should be so lucky. Our hides and our eyes ahead to the future to look at to look at a game coming out that we're at least somewhat interested in. Would that be a fair, good, yeah, fair way to put it? I'd say so. Yeah, which can be tough at the moment because I think E three is not too far away, is it, Kek? It's not far away. Yeah, uh, I don't know the exact date, but yeah. Yeah, so up. I it's think in a couple of months. So yeah. I think I think once E three uh, actually hits, we'll get a better idea of a lot of the games coming up in the future. So at the moment, eh, you know, there's a, there's a few things that we're interested in, but today. Um, for our future game, we're going to be looking at Mario Golf World Tour, which actually drops really soon. Uh, you may even know it's in stores by the time you hear this um, recording, um, but we're going to have a look at it in a preview sense, and given that we all have a bit of an interest in this game, we'll probably play it um, shortly after its release and have a look at reviewing it down the track. So that's the way we're going to be going with that. We're also looking at it for our retro game. We're doing Killer Instinct, uh, which I think everybody on the podcast is pretty happy about that. Yeah. Big, fan. Yeah, big fan. Some big fans here of Killer Instinct, yeah. And um, did you play it through the 64 version as well? Uh, yeah, I did play Killer Instinct Gold as well. More so than More so. the SNES really? version, yeah. Awesome. Uh, yeah. I was faithful to the SNES version, actually. So. Faithful to the SNES. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll get into that later. And our current game is Infamous Second Son for the PS4, which we've all. I had quite yeah. a big crack at, I think. Yep, I finished it. You finished it? I finished it also. I think, Kek, you've had a chunk at it. You've yeah, had a, I've had a go. Had um, a go? Yeah. <laughs> no, just still getting through it. So. Still getting through it. Okay, fantastic. All right, we'll, we'll get into those games. Before we do, we're going to get into some of our listener mail. Now, this is going to come in the future through our Big Footy thread, which should be up and running by the time this podcast goes live. So... We'll just respond to a few posts that we got in the internet forum on the Bigfooty video game podcast thread that's in there at the moment. Um, 
there was a few people that posted a little bit dismay about the way things went down with our podcast, but we're not going to get into that. What we're going to get into is just a couple of posts. So firstly, I'm going to look at one from Suspense, uh, who gives us a really good, um, gave us a really good bit of feedback with some things that he liked and things he didn't like, and, and it was a nice constructive post. So Suspense says, hey, listen to your podcast, my thoughts. Y'all had pretty good com... Y'all. Y'all. I was a big fan of that suspense. Keep it up. Yeah. Are you um, American suspense? Please please bring back the y'all. Bring back y'all. I like y'all. It's yeah? so much I can't say I've ever used it, but... Um, y'all. Yeah. Am, am I doing all right? I don't even know if I'm doing all right. You're not cool enough to use it, Kek. No, okay. We're not American enough to use it. I reckon I could no, be. No, you're not cool enough. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool Australians can do it. Anyway. So y'all had pretty good chemistry together and sounded like you were having fun, which is important. The retro review segments appeal to me, but the current news game reviews gets covered enough by other podcasts I listen, so it ends up being people repeating the same stuff. Perhaps try to differentiate with a bit more Aussie gaming news focus if possible. Well, look, we're going to give our take on games. We do we do love our format, but we appreciate your feedback nonetheless. Um, we give an Australian twist on the reviews as well. I think you'll find that a lot of our experiences growing up do have an that we when we look back on retro games do have an Australian flavour to them. I know we've even spoken about uh, establishments in Victoria in past podcasts that uh, you know uh, we've even spoken about Australian TV shows. So there's definitely an Australian focus from us. Uh, I don't know from a news aspect. I'd almost argue that uh, gaming news, be it Australian or be it international, is is oversaturated in podcasts and in the media as well. So we're probably not going to go down that far then that part suspense but thanks for that um just for the next point he says that the wii isn't retro and the ps2 barely is so perhaps we should stray from that what do you think kev do you think that's a fair call or i uh, look i i see the point i get it but um look really the wii came out in 2006 i'm pretty sure it was uh as far as i'm concerned that's a long time ago and um really if we want to bring that variety to our listeners then i don't see why we can't I mean, it's been a long time since I really dusted off my Wii. Yep. Um, I think now that we're into the PS4, Xbox One sort of stuff, I mean, the only get Wii game we've done uh, Strikers. was Mario which Strikers as a retro as a game, game, which was anyway. a GameCube game initially and was very, I think it would have been very early in the Wii's life cycle that that game launched. Yeah, so, yeah, so to cut us a bit of slack there, I, I think that that's nearly a GameCube game, so we went with it anyway. Um, PS2, I probably would consider, I mean, that's two yeah, generations ago. That's, yeah. that's two generations ago now. I mean, the, the yeah. Wii is only one generation ago uh, Nintendo-wise, but the PS2 is now with PS4. Well, that's two generations ago and early 2000s, as you said, that's... That's fourteen years ago. They're very some of those games. Too. I mean, if that's if that's not retro, I don't know what is. You and know? playing them, I get a sense of that, I get that retro feel anyway. So it just. But but I think what Suspense is saying as well is that there's retro and you know different timelines of things is really going to vary depending on how old you are. I think as well. Look, I think there'd be Absolutely. some eighteen year olds that would consider you know the PS3 nearly retro now. You know, like early PS3. It really depends on what you. You know, what? I, I mentioned this point to um, to Willow and Shams before. Yeah. And um, looking at it, I guess you wanted an Australian flavour to the podcast. Let's look at the Australian radio station, Go 104.3, right? <laughs> Good time and classic hits is their, is their slogan. <laughs> now, thinking about this a couple of weeks ago, and now they're starting to play songs from like Natalie and Brulia and stuff, or late 90s. What's the difference? What's the difference? Why should they, you know, they can play songs like that. And it made me think, well, why are they playing songs like that? That's not that long ago. But in reality, it the is. The 90s, I mean, yeah. They have it's to 20 move, years ago. They I mean, have to move on. Yeah. 
and video games do as well. Yeah, look, they've got a stray from Summer of 69 and uh, Cold Chisel occasionally. So Yeah, well, I mean... If Jesse's girl. Jesse's Because yeah, really, they're getting older and I don't see why we can't review games that are early 2000s. Yeah. I don't see, I the, think I don't with, see the problem. I think with Mario Strikers as well, we picked it because it was a game that we all absolutely loved. You know, it, it was something that... No, we had a ball with it. We it really was, did. It was fantastic. Yeah. It was a really exceptional Wii game. And I think... You know, it's it's not. It like, was seven years old as well, so I think. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and I think at the time we did sort of talk about how we were borderline on that retro. We were. We, we did kind of. We did kind of put an asterisk on that game to, to say, yeah, look, we understand it's maybe not, but we're going to go with it anyway. I think it was Hope more it. just because we wanted to share it with everyone. It was such a great game. Yeah, and fun. it was a yeah. bit of it was a bit of a gem as well, hidden gem, because I don't think it's not a very popular game as far as I'm. No, no, no. I've no one I've spoken to has ever sort of played it. Uh, you know when it came out or um, really has been largely aware of it. I mean, yep. because obviously it's not, you know, strictly like a, a Nintendo um, game. Oh, sorry, yeah. not Nintendo. It's not like a Mario game. Yeah. Um, but I just think it was so, it was so much fun. And, you know, it's not something that I think we'll make a habit of doing. Yep. But well, it wasn't even developed by Nintendo. No, I think that's yeah. what Charms is trying to say. Yeah, it wasn't a. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was it licensed. Was, but it yeah, it was licensed, developed. but it was made by a different studio. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, we, the, he went on to say a bit more suspense, but look, we really appreciate uh, posts like that. I mean, we'd love to hear feedback yeah. from people about what they like, what they don't like. I'd uh, like to add an addendum on that. We'd like to hear constructive feedback from people. Yeah. Constructive um, feedback's great. Um, I'll give you an example of some not-so-constructive feedback that we received on the forums as well. Um, from Saka on the uh, Bigfooty video game podcast, right? Okay, but before you say anything, can I just personally apologise to Saka? I mean, I do have a cold, so um, I, I hope hopefully you're not hurting your ears too much with those pens that you're shoving in there. I do understand that my voice can be a little bit offensive, but, you know. So for those unaware, Saka had to say, just listened, well, as much as I could bear, to the last podcast a bit did, and I wouldn't have thought I would listen to them again, even under the Bigfooty banner. The first bloke I heard was bearable, but the other two make me want to, makes me want to push pens into my ears. Are you going to get that framed and put it on your CV, Willow? I know. You're bearable. That's right. That's, that's right. Willow. How many bits out of eight do you reckon you would rate Willow, mate? I'm bearable. I'm bearable. That's that's got to be a four. Four? I reckon. I'm pretty bearable. You know what? Is it Sacco or Sacco or what's your name? Sacco. Mate, I don't mind. I'll happily take that. That's fine. I'm unbearable. But at least, at least take the time out to respond. Yeah, that's the thing, Sacco. tell me what the problem is, mate. Exactly. Look, Sacco, look, we we actually tried to start a dialogue with you about that. Like, and that's cool. Look, it's the internet. Everybody's going to voice their opinion and where we understand we're an internet podcast. So obviously, and being on an internet forum as well is going to generate all kinds of feedback. Some of it's scathing and so be it. We've got big shoulders. We don't give a crap. But if you're going to post something negative and if you're going to just have a go at people for the sake of doing it, that's just rubbish, really. I mean, if I engage you and ask you, okay, well, you know, did you... Was it the content you didn't like? Was it the personalities you didn't like? You know what? You're well within your rights to say that, oh, geez, that guy, is, I just he just rubs me the wrong way or I don't like him or that whatever. heck, his voice is sexy at hell, but man, his opinions are shit. Yeah, so be it, man. Like, you know, everybody has opinions and you're right. You don't have to listen to us. If you don't like it, that, that's fine. We completely understand. But to say that and then just back off completely and not even, that's just rubbish. Like, really. Look, no surprise in it. He's obviously a bitter Essendon supporter. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, 
that's a that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a dig from a Collingwood fan right there. Let's not about get into this. We are a video games podcast, not a football podcast. There are people much, much, much more qualified to talk about football and podcasts than we are. <laughs> <laughs> Nonetheless, though, um, we will look to read out um, any sort of uh, posts we get that we we think are worth responding to. Um, so, yeah, uh, we're going to have a thread up in the near future. Uh, we'd love to hear your feedback and we'll look to read it out and respond. And, yeah, look, even if even if you can't stand our podcast, let us know why. Give us something constructive. We'd love to hear it. Yeah. I, can I just say thanks again to Suspense. We really appreciated your comment because it was really constructive. And, you know, there are things that we've all taken out of that that we'll absolutely try and take on board yeah. and hopefully use it to better our podcast. So, you know, honestly, thank you for that comment. Yep. Thanks, Suspense. I agree. Okay, uh, I think we will get into what we always do as a little bit of a warm-up exercise where we have a look at what we've been playing in the past couple of weeks. So, Shams, we'll start with you. What have you been playing? Outside of the games we're reviewing, of course, which we play for review sakes. Review sakes. Review sakes. Review. Um, I have been playing the new Yoshi's Island. Ah, 3DS? 3DS. Very nice. Um, really, really enjoying it. It's, yep. Uh, I'm kind of conflicted as to how much I want to say because I feel like it'd be a great one to talk about in the future. But okay. um, I was I was talking to Keck about it earlier. It's got some, you know, great additions to it from from the last game, and also some things that are pretty frustrating. Which again, you know, Nintendo I, little things that I think they could have taken on board just to make it, you know, like a real like nine out of ten game. Yep. But having said that, I'm having so much fun playing it. It's really something that you can. It's easy. You can pick. You know. Uh, pick it up, put it yep. down. It's one of those Nintendo platformers. That, yeah, yeah, just real quality. It's fun. You just yeah. go straight into it. Yeah, I had a bit of a bash with it as well. Um, it's it's charming. I think that's, really that's the best way to sum it up. It's just charming. It's a type of game that... And charming from a... like I mean, Yoshi's obviously an adorable character who you, you want to like, but even the, the design is charming. Like it, it, Absolutely. It, it, you want to play the game. You want to spend some time with it. it yeah. It's that sort of experience. It's yeah. really, aesthetically, it's amazing. I yeah. think it's just so like fits the theme perfectly uh, absolutely i mean they, they went with a similar sort of theme in the super nintendo version okay did you play much of that um no no not, not much you are aware of it though yeah, like you're saying yeah. yeah okay absolutely all right anything else Charles? um uh i'm gonna get so much hate for this but i've picked up tapped out again the Simpsons game. Oh, no. That doesn't count, does it? Oh, it totally does. <laughs> I guess if Flappy Bird counts. Uh, <laughs> that Simpsons tap... That's, that's just a... That game... You know, the funny thing... This is Simpsons tapped out for iPad, uh, which is one of those Farmville type games. Um, I hate it and I don't want to play it, but I can't stop playing it. Do you know that game... What makes me laugh about it is, is it, it's aware of how bullshit it is. Yeah, like, there are so many references. It actually puts about... in the game like jokes about how stupid the game is. Like it's it's like self-depreciating like that and I think that's fantastic. It constantly makes digs at its creators, um, makes digs about how you've got to purchase Yeah. Um, oh, it's like if you have to buy something, it's like, oh you have to you have to pay money for this? Oh that's bullshit. Like it actually it'll actually say that yeah. in the game, which is pretty funny. Do you know what put me off it and what made me stop? So here's a suggestion. I can set it up for you. I did stop it for ages and just wow. I don't know. It literally, you know, when you've got your iPad closed, the app talks to you. Like, Homer yeah. says, like, you know, you can turn off those notifications, right? What? Yeah. <laughs> it's woken me up in the middle of the night I know. and scared the absolute crap push out notification. Of me. It's so annoying. Do you know what? You know what stopped me from playing it was that what? I actually found a mate put me onto a, a bit of a hack. Oh, for the it. unlimited donuts unlimited one. money and unlimited donuts, and I just got bored of it. That'll do it. Yeah. So if you really want to stop playing it, that'll do it. I, I actually, you. no, I only picked it up. I've played it a couple of times, but it's honestly, it's so big now that I can't even be bothered maintaining this it. Crap. 
Yeah, it is really shit. Kick. Um, <laughs> look, I've been really sort of busy with work, so I haven't been playing that much. And the game, unfortunately, that I have been playing is one that we're going to review. Okay. Um, but I did actually pick up uh, Mario Sunshine again. Oh, wow. It's the a game. Yeah, GameCube, yeah. It's a game that I normally That's play. That's an underrated game. Oh. Do you know what? I, I, I know I Nintendo bash quite a bit and say, oh, they don't change anything. I loved that game. Yeah. Do you know why? It was different. Because it was different. Yeah. And I thought that was fantastic. <laughs> You're still saving the princess, but it was different. Yeah, at least I... <laughs> yeah, but it was creative. Like, what the hell? I had a, I had a water jetpack? Like, yeah. I haven't seen that done in a video game before. Yeah. That's good. And you know the thing that annoys me is that fans have been crying out for a sort of... Not a remake, but a an extension to that yeah. game. Yeah. And Nintendo aren't doing it. Won't budge. Yet they bring out they the Galaxy out. and say, oh, that'll do. And no, just skip, it won't. Yeah. Skip turning them yeah. out. It's normally a game I play in summer. Just to sort of get me in that mood. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Just stop. It's silly. So clearly it's now, so clearly now is the right time to be playing it as well. Get you in yeah, what it's mood? The opposite, you know, the summer Summery mood. Dolphin on holidays, Island-y. on holidays, yeah. and just yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, I've been playing Octodad. I saw that. Nobody, Nobody suspects a thing. Is that good? Octodad. It's great. Yeah. Look, it's it's just exactly, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's just exactly my type of humor. That's that's all I'm going to say about it. it. It's it's just yeah. It's it's hilarious. It's I, I'm into dumb physical comedy. I'm into <laughs> like what what kind of humor would you say this, Shams? Um, I I don't know. I've watched that trailer so so many times. <laughs> Nobody um, suspects the thing. I know. I I was tossing up whether to get it on Steam or get it on the PS4, and I think I'm going to get it on the PS4. But yeah. um, from I just think it's so funny, like. It's, it's 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 kind of like it's kind of like a similar humor to South Park where you like you're you're the kids in South Park and you're just watching a group of people com- like who are completely oblivious to like how you are it's, it's kind of like you know something that everyone else doesn't yeah. and it's just so funny because it's it's really hard to explain I've, I've honestly never seen anything like this before and it's just it looks very physics based is it or yeah oh, absolutely based. no it is yeah, no, yeah it's, it's yeah. a physics humor. You not played World of Goo? Similar sort of thing. What's that on Steam? Well, uh, it's, it's a completely different game, but it's a physics game. I'm just yeah, trying to like, like, point what? out that yeah, they exist. No, it's it's a funny way to because I never would have put it in those words. Like it's, like it's a, a it's a, I'd say it's like a slapstick sort of physics game. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's very like based on the movements and, and it's that good. I've seen the way he moves and it looks very awkward to control. Yeah, it is. Does oh, it it's great. Control. No, no, no. It's like one limb per button, and you've got to walk him. It's kind of like Quop. Did you ever play Quop? Oh yeah. Yeah. And you can play it on co-op mode. Yeah, so you uh, control half of the body each. Oh, no. Yeah, it's it's really funny. It has to be, you have to control one. I'm going to buy it. Get it, yeah. Yeah. It's only only 20 bucks. Now, it's only a three-hour game. But for twenty dollars, like this yeah, is a bit of a fun. three hour game, but I'd probably play it again. Yeah, you would. It, it's it's and it's funny. It's genuinely funny. So, um, Shams, another game you said that you've told me uh, earlier that you were playing that you haven't mentioned on the podcast is Tomb Raider. Uh, oh my god, yes! How did I forget? God, I love it. Um, yeah, so been getting into it. Have you played? No, I recommended that to you, didn't I, Shams? Hey, I recommended that to you, didn't I? Because I said, because yeah. if you're a fan of Uncharted, yeah, I'd argue. You know, Uncharted's probably a Tomb Raider ripoff, really. Like, Tomb Raider probably started that style of game. Yeah. And then, oh, yeah but then you the... could say the Prince of Persia started. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's... That. Oh, well, from Prince of Persia, I mean, the early ones oh. were 2D. Like, probably the first 3D open. so, adventure games. Yeah, 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 perhaps. I mean, but the Prince of Persia had a, has, like, a clear sort of story to it, whereas um, Tomb Raider and Uncharted... Tits and arse. 
TNA. No. Yeah. I, I don't really see much of Nathan Drake's w- TNA. No. Tomb Raider, though, for me, and I, did you guys ever play the PS1 Tomb Raider, the old ones? Number two. Only number two, though. They always had kind of a weak story, didn't they? Yeah. And I think, from what I've seen of this new one, I think it's still kind of... I could be wrong. That's what's really disappointing, is that Uncharted, I love... I kind of you get sucked into the storyline, and it's such a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Whereas in Tomb Raider, it's really like second fiddle to just the missions. Yep. Which are pretty. Um, I I'm still definitely prefer Uncharted. Yep. Um, and you know, like I even I might even say that I prefer Prince of Persia. Okay. To Tomb Raider, just because the voice acting drives me insane. In Tomb Raider, yep. you don't you don't this... like Lara Croft, the the actress who voices her, do you? I think this, well, I don't know if it's the script or if it's just she can't sort of, she's not empathetic enough to sort of convey what's happening. Like, if you fall off a cliff and die, her response is like, ah! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You fell into, like, a, you know, a pool of, like, rocks and smashed your head. She's like, oh, gosh! Yeah. Yeah. Oh, bother. Yeah. (laughs) Not again. Yeah, whereas, um, and the storyline is just... It's as we were. It's I struggled to follow it, but yeah, look, it's a lot more intense than Uncharted. Uncharted's a lot more light and fluffy, whereas yeah, Tomb Raider's like dun 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 constantly, you know, like yeah. Think, but it's meant to be that. It's it's you know her origin story. It's yep. about how vulnerable she is and how everything is can be that much more intimidating and daunting. Whereas mm-hmm. it's Nathan Drake. You know, even when he's a kid, he's like a little badass. Yep. You know, at no point do you feel like he's ever sort of truly vulnerable. Sure. Um. Okay, well, where we might head now is we might have a, start having a chat about Killer Instinct for the Super Nintendo. So... Can we just talk about how great the intro music is? Yes, pumps you up. Okay, no, because people might think I'm Hit just... <laughs> oh, okay, hang on. Well, no. <laughs> um, I was playing before, yes. No, because people might think that's just a really arbitrary comment to make, but I remember when my brother and I bought it, when it first came out, it came with a CD. Yep, Killer Cuts. Yep, Killer Cuts. And I used to listen to it all the time. Yeah. And I probably still have it somewhere, like, buried in my garage. Came with a watch too, did it not? Did. Nintendo watch. But you wouldn't know what that watch looks like, would you, Ken? Uh, No, I do. I've actually (laughs) got another copy of it too. Wait, so you bought the Killer Instinct game with the watch twice? Okay, no. So what happened was, when I was a kid, mum purchased me the the original, you know, Killer Cuts with the watch, Killer Instinct on the SNES. Right. I opened it and I played played it a lot, right? I love the game. Did you wear the watch? I, I did wear the watch. Did you wear it at school? I did. Did you get beaten up for it at school? No. Okay. No. <laughs> uh, lucky for me. But um, no, I didn't. Anyway, I don't know if I probably still have a watch somewhere at mum's place, but um, that's not the point. Anyway, I recently, I know a, a guy who owns a, a video game store and um, he hooked me up with a sealed copy of Killer Instinct with the CD and the watch. How so much I've, do you think that would retail for these days? Well, I don't know. I paid I paid him and I'm not sure what the what it's worth or, or whatever. I haven't looked it up. But I paid about 50 bucks about a year and a half, two years ago for it. Right. For a sealed copy. Um, it's not I, too bad. So you're a little bit of a collector though. Like you like this I memorabilia. I care about how much it's worth. You do like the memorabilia type, yeah. having memories, nostalgia type thing. Yeah. I'll put my hand up and say I'm the type of person that doesn't care. You told me to open it. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I don't get it. Like I'm never the kid to you know. I was never a kid to like. Oh, I'll leave it in its plastic. Like I don't care. Like the offense on your face. It was like he told you to go. And I was like, open it up. Let's see the watch. Let's have a look at it. Like what's? I, I, don't, I don't get it. For and me, what it's was just like my response. Yeah, one does not simply open up the watch. Yeah, I was just like, oh, I, I don't get it. So that's just me. Like you know. To, 
when I was a kid, same thing. You know, like toys are meant to be played with. Like, you know, I, I'm not. Who does that? What? Who, as like you know, like an eight year old child, gets it like a game on a console that they've just gotten, and instead of playing it, is like, mm, I'm gonna leave. No, 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 not, not games. I mean, I know there's a lot of kids that like nerds. Uh, no, with like action, with like action figures, would keep them in there. Yeah, that's well, exactly. We're all nerds, though. Let's be honest. Well, I'm talking like you, full hardcore nerds. Full hardcore. Have, yeah. Where's the line of nerds? I don't know. No, I, I'm not even going to pretend to know. <laughs> Are you not a nerd, Kev? I am. A, no, I guess you could say I am. But you um, you're one of those people one we're those. talking about. You've got one of those. <laughs> <laughs> You've got. A, I know he's getting all nerds. Yeah, like who do you think you are? Like, uh, oh my god, I bet this guy has like. A sealed killer instinct watch <laughs> in his house. Like, what a geek. That's all I have, dude. That's all I have. You're going to get people come targeting your house now and then, like, trying to break in to get their hands on that sealed copy of Killer Instinct. I know. Mm, uh, it's, it's all hidden away. And killer cuts, because God knows you can't find Everyone that. Everyone wants to listen to that. You can't download that off Pirate Bay or anything, can Did you? Did you know there was a secret track? Like, back in the day when there was no, like, internet forum anywhere to tell anyone about, like, you know, secret tracks or anything. And, you know, when you only had, like, a disc meant to play it in, I remember once I fell asleep listening to it and it was like track like 63 or something. It was just like some secret track. What? Oh, wow. 63 tracks on a CD? No, okay. So Get out of here, Sean. No, it, it, so because that's what they did back in the day. They would like to keep it something hidden yeah. like 20 minutes of silence later. It'd be like, you'd have like track 20, that would be nothing. And track 21, that'd be nothing. Wow, 21. that's pretty have cool. Have seen that? No. So many bands have done it. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Like The Offspring did it on Ixnay on the Ombre, one of their 1997. Oh. It's harder yeah. to do now yeah. because you just put it in an iTunes register that's like 50 tracks with yeah. no music. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Bands like NoFX, I know a lot of people listening probably don't have any idea who I'm talking about, but they would do it in a, a lot of albums and it'd be like four minutes into a song. And they'd just be like little snippets. They had one from the Howard's kind of like an, an Easter egg type thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So if you yeah. sort of stuck it out, and although really you know, you know that something's coming because you see the track goes for fifteen minutes, but uh, the music stops at seven, uh, and then you sort of fast forward it back in the CD days, or you just yeah. you know enjoy, I, enjoy ten minutes of silence. silence. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Killer Instinct. How was it going back to? Pardon. What was it like? Oh, Pardon? What, what are we talking about? What are we doing? Here? I have a cold. Shut up. I'm really, oh, yeah, that's I wasn't excuse. lying about that. Yeah. Um, is that your excuse for pencil pushing in the ears? Is that you got a cold? Well, you did You did say that was your excuse before, right? It's not an excuse. I genuinely have a cold. <laughs> <laughs> um, I No, my voice is actually always this annoying. I'm, a cold's not annoying. annoying. Come on, Charms. Yeah. Look, we can't always, like, all be as sexy as Kirk. No. He's bringing sexy back. I saw him doing it. Yeah. I started sexy. Oh, the original. <laughs> Are we, um... Is that, does like, that qualify as a dad joke? I don't know. No, I don't think so. If it I wonder if um, I started no. sexy. I wonder if by now, Sucko's shoved the pens even further <laughs> into his ear. You don't even have his name right. <laughs> Is it <a> Sucko? <laughs> Close enough. It's really not. Anyway. Killer Instinct. That killer instinct. Um, all right, first question. Who did you guys play as? Because everyone had a character that they would always play as. Yeah, Riptor. Riptor. Yeah. Willow? Glacius. Glacier. Glacier. Yeah, Glacier. Glacier. Did you just say Glacier? He said, no, he said Glacius. Did I, you say Glacier? I said Glacier. It's Glacius. Glacius. Shut up! Yeah, it's Glacius. Come on. For someone that's claimed to have played it so often. Glacius. Why did I say Glacier? I didn't know that. <laughs> they yeah. say Glacier on uh, Killer Cuts, and that's where she got confused. Y- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, keep going. Anyway, 
Um, oh no, it's because I would no. Okay, I'm just not even gonna try and explain my way out of that one. Just, <laughs> I'm just gonna eat it and move on. But anyway, um, I always plays played plays as. Shut up! All right, <laughs> clearly struggling tonight. I've got cold and flu tablets lining my entire body right now. Um, I played as Cinder. 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 You know what, though? I always wanted to be Fulgore because that was my brother's character and I was never allowed to pick him. Just like I was uh, never allowed to be the car in Monopoly. You weren't allowed to be the car? Never allowed to be the car. I always picked the hat. I don't know why. I always picked <laughs> the dog because I like dogs. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know. yeah. I, I picked the hat because I think even as a kid I was aware of how funny it was that a hat was like driving around. <laughs> did, you, did you ever play like the animated Monopoly on... The PC, and they got those, like, they got... No, those, yeah, they've got that on the, um, the iPad. iPad, iPad yeah, version. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it, like, drives it around. And yeah, the yeah. hat just kind of, like... Like, the car drives, the dog runs, and the horse gallops, and the hat just, like, hats along. <laughs> <laughs> the hat hats along. <laughs> what about the... Is it a thimble? Yeah, it's a thimble. What the... What does that do? I don't actually know what a thimble is. It's oh. the thing that you put on your thumb when you're knitting. No, oh, of course. Yeah, hold yeah. on. I've, I've, oh, got, I've got one over there next to my Xbox. Like, <laughs> <laughs> How did you find it, Sham? Going back to Kill um, Instinct after so long. So good. It was, it's basically as awesome as I remember. Why? Um, Going back to it, I was going to say at the time, but obviously I can't comment for at the time. All I can say is now, going back to it, it feels like the controls are great. Um, it's not laggy. It's, it's, it's pretty responsive, pretty, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's good. Um, I was really surprised by how quickly I could just get back into like all the combos. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, I, like, I haven't played it. You know, I, I might have played it off and on with my brother like once every four or five years when we um, you know, unearthed it. But um, I just think like it's it's not... Anything, like it doesn't pretend to be anything more than it is. It's just a good fighter game. Like, yep. it's, and the characters are sort of interesting, but they don't really get into that. But I, I particularly like um, how they've all got that sort of like kind of special thing that they can do. Um, in uh, like that, I don't know it's it's pretty. I don't know. It's hard to explain. Like, it's pretty similar to other fighter games, but I just like this one so much more. It's got a lot of personality, doesn't it? It's, it really uh, does. And yeah. It's hard to explain. Like, I mean, the soundtrack's a really big part of it. Yeah. The the locations and the fights, I think. Yeah. Um. Some of them are like high, like up in the air. Yeah, and, and it's, yeah. it's kind of cool. Like, it's. I mean, with Mortal Kombat, you always have that sort of supernatural element to it, and it had that like, really grand storyline of like Shao Kahn and. Yeah, you know, it was a very, it was a very rich story. Yeah. yeah whereas yeah, this, yeah. I kind of like the simplicity of this, I, and you know what. Yeah, like, there's you know, no supernatural things. It's like, kind of, uh, it's so ridiculous. Dinosaurs like, and stuff. Yeah, why is there a dinosaur? <laughs> why, is there, why is there a dinosaur fighting against a pile of bones? <laughs> fighting against, a, like, a man who's, like, made out of liquid. And it's just like, you know, we're, we're just throwing all the conventions out the window and we're making whatever the hell we want. And so, why not? Because the characters are all cool. They're all they cool. Really in their own are. Like, I don't think there's a boring character in there. Oh, no, no that's not true. No, Combo. Combo. Combo is boring as hell. Combo is an African-American like, boxer. Like, yeah. I agree. He is the Johnny Nothing Cage. against African Americans, but hardest to use compared to a dinosaur like. and a werewolf, like come on, man, that's just like. Did you guys find that jo- um, Johnny Cage? I nearly said. Ha! Because he is. He's the Johnny Cage of that game. Did I don't you... know why people. I love Johnny Cage, Cage, man. Why? Shadow Kick, put Johnny... the sunglasses on. Fight is over. He's just a bland guy. That's all he is. Combo. He's just your token black dude that likes to fight. It's. I, I don't know. It, it, to no. me, that character's boring. No, he's kind of like your token human. You know, like yeah. everyone else is yeah. like a little bit. Like, I mean, everyone loves Liu Kang. 
Yeah, but he was one of, and there was a few humans in Mortal Kombat. That wasn't just Luke Kang. There was quite a few. Yeah, but what we'll be saying, Killer Instinct is just one. Really. Just I can't think of another. Like or, or, orchids, orchid, but she orchid. turns, she can turn into a, like a jaguar. A jaguar so oh, she's yeah. also kind of an animal. Yeah, but, so yeah, but they've, they've got like a big niche. So he's like a, you know, he's like a chief, and doesn't he turn into something but as all, well? All the characters in Mortal Kombat could turn into animals. Too. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. I suppose. Well, I mean, later on, like, they all had animalities in the. Okay, but that was a fi- that was like a finisher. It wasn't like something that you could do during the game. No, yeah. yeah. Oh, Killer Instinct, that's a finisher too. Still... No, but like Orchid can do it during yeah, the game. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. We're splitting hairs, I really. Yeah. Gek, what did you think? Uh, look, I really, I mean, look, playing, I didn't, haven't actually picked it up for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't feel like I needed to. Mm-hmm. Just watch Charms play it and it's pretty much enough for me. Because you, um, you played it to I played it to death. Yeah. Um, he's he's actually, so he's actually wearing the Killer Instinct watch right now. I am. The Nintendo watch. Is it then just a Nintendo, Nintendo watch? watch? Okay. Well, then I'm, I'm disappointed. That's not quite as cool. <laughs> um, more so Killer Instinct Gold on the N64 I played. Yeah. I um, played that briefly. How was that different? Ah, uh, look, it wasn't really, to be honest. The yeah. levels were diff- Levels were a little bit different. Some of the levels were very similar. So like Orchard's Helipad and... Was it more 3D, I'm guessing? In yeah, of course it was. Right. The graphics yeah. were quite improved. Yeah. Um, the music was very similar and I liked that they took a lot of that music. So like the character select music was exactly the same. That whole <laughs> which can be which can be looked at looked at as like you know staying true to the source or it can be looked at as a lazy really depends on which way you want to look at it. They've lazy. redone the music like it's a revamped. Okay, yeah. so okay, I can, I can yeah. take a remix. They've added yeah. a few different characters and gotten rid of Riptor. Unfortunately, got rid of Riptor for me. Yeah, they got rid of Riptor. Riptor wasn't in it. They replaced him with Sablewolf. Oh no, Sablewolf was no, in it. Who did they replace him with? Tusk is new What's instead of Thunder. He's just like Thunder basically. He's one of those big barbarian guys. Right. Um, I never Thunder was my person I never played as because I didn't understand what was I didn't understand his deal like everyone else like oh and like Jago as well I was like what why do you you know what I loved what you know what I loved about Killer Instinct probably my favourite part and it's such a small part of the game but it was just my favourite part whenever you selected a character you know Riptor (laughs) Jago (laughs) I love that voice man it's so cool whenever you choose someone it's yeah it's like Orchid (laughs) I like how it says it says fight on but it sounds like it says fuck off Sorry yeah, for my language, but really, when yeah. I was a kid, I would just sit there and say it in my head. You say it in your head, Fuck but not that loud, or else your mum, <laughs> or else your mum would probably like backhand you. She would. She'd, she'd take away your Nintendo watch. She'd take away my video games. <laughs> yeah. Can I thought you guys might be interested to know that there was um, a web survey in 2012. Of the douchiest video games character, and Combo was included on the list. There you go. <laughs> do you know what? Do you know what really pissed me off about Combo what, really was that you? when you play against him, yeah, the computer plays as him. He absolutely destroys you with He's combos, so right? Hard to uh, beat. Yeah, you try and do. And it. it's like, where does he get that name from, really? <laughs> <laughs> dad Wait, joke. You with the dad jokes now. <laughs> Look. I could never play properly as him, no matter how hard I tried, and yet the so AI hard. would destroy me as him every fucking time. My experiences with the game are a little bit different to you guys. Uh, it looks like Keck spent most of his time on the 64 version. Yeah. Sham spent most of her time on the Super Nintendo version. I actually spent most of my time on the original Game Boy version, which was pretty good. It was, uh, you know, it had its uh, little monotone graphics, like, but it was, it played pretty similar because uh, I, I saw a bit of the Super Nintendo version because one of my real close friends had it. And so I would go to his house quite a lot growing up and we had a lot of fun playing it. And my skills transferred. Mm. It was The game was like true on Game Boy enough that when I played it at Super Nintendo, I was good at it automatically. So that was good. That's cool. I had the same characters as well. 
I wish I still had my Game Boy with all those games, but yeah, Killer Instinct was uh, was fantastic. Um, the one thing that I always found challenging with the Killer Instinct games, uh, I know we've been showering praise on it, so I'm always I always seem to be the bad guy to pick holes in things, but I will say uh, the combos, the, the prevalence of combos in the game uh, probably create a very steep learning curve for someone who hasn't ever played it. Uh, if you start playing the game, uh, you can get hit. 14 times and you don't know what the hell just happened and you can't yeah. and you can't do it back because unless you really look up these combos or yep. practice for a long 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 time and figure them out yourself which let's be honest is very difficult you know you, you're playing against opponents who can hit you 16 times in a row and you can only hit them once that's like most modern fighting games though really yeah to, yeah. An, to an extent though but a lot of modern fighting games have like command lists and stuff whereas yeah. this is pre-command list so it's pretty tough to well, get well it's funny you say that because they fix that up in Killer Instinct Gold they added and a it's list? the opposite Okay. It's pretty much it's impossible to not okay. combo. Oh, really? yeah. yeah. I've had ninety nine hit combos just by jumping and hitting, jumping, hitting, jumping, hitting. Oh right. Yeah. yeah the, the, Orchard yeah, the, does it. Orchard's the best yeah. at doing it. I'll bring it over, yeah. have a go at it and yeah. I would say that the the original well, not the Game Boy, but the um Super Nintendo Killer Instinct was pretty much like that. Like it was I thought it was pretty easy enough to get into the combos. Like not the really high ones, but maybe like the ultra combos. Did or you did you have like a did you just figure out the combos on your own or did you have like a manual or did you my, where did you get your base from it? My strategy was to mash the controller. So yeah. And that's the thing with fighting games as well. Like a lot of it a lot of it pretty much if you pick up a fighting <laughs> game and play it for the first time, how are you playing it? You're <laughs> exactly. button mashing. Everybody and look, the worst part is when you play someone who's experienced at the game, it's guaranteed yeah. you will play against them, you will button mash and you will beat them. Yeah. And it will drive them crazy. Because that's just... what happens. Because they've been practicing nonstop and you're just mashing buttons and you win. And I hate you. Do you that, know that's what I find us, works for me? It. Just jump and kick. Jump, jump and, and kick. kick. Oh, yeah. yeah, and they don't prepare for that. <laughs> yeah, and you can't really block against that either. What do you do? Yeah, it's just really annoying unless you're in that crouch block. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Um, I think if they were to pick up... I mean, what would sort of differentiate Killer Instinct from something like the Mortal Kombat types or your Street Fighters is that is that fact that the characters are really interesting and that it's not super hard to yeah, kind of... I agree with that. Mortal Kombat had some interesting characters, but they got lazy a lot as well. Like, the yeah. amount of, like, like okay, they had the same look on Scorpion and Sub-Zero, but they differentiated in with powers, but then later they started introducing, like, Rain and, like, Ernak. That and, drunk like, guy... <laughs> Yeah, okay. At least he was original. At least he was original, though. But Rain and Rain and Ermac were just like different colours. Yeah, they were just different colours. Like Smoke. I don't care. I, like, I don't care what you say. Noob Cyborg was my favorite. <laughs> but he was just another copy of the rest of the ninjas. Obviously, that's not the point. I mean, eventually they fleshed him out a little bit. More. You know what I found that the older Mortal Kombat's really hid behind gore. Yeah, I, I feel do. like yes. even the new one doesn't. I love the new one. Don't get me wrong. Me I love too. Mortal Kombat Nine, but it hides behind gore, and the whole reason and the whole look. The, the only reason I really purchased it was for the, the blood. Yeah, because I heard it was R18. And yeah, it's oh, bad. It was, it was, it was crazy. You, it was illegal to have the in, in, the, in, in the country. At one point, it's not now, because it's, uh, it's been... They've lifted, it's, the they've lifted the ban. But at the time, and uh, I know someone in this room who had it, even at the time... Still has it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, it, it, it was... It was a, kind of like a groundbreaking game for the video game industry. It looked amazing too. It really did. It does. Didn't it? I was astounded, like with the detail that they took to like. Well, one of the was it one of the fatalities was like they ripped Noob Cybot when he tore he duplicated himself and tore the person in half. No, there was one I'm thinking no. of where they like ripped their rib cage out or something, or they like ripped their skin off and you could see like the complete oh, skeleton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, they, yeah, they it's, it's a classic one. But the amount of detail they paid. To like the anatomy of the body was just like yep. really cool. Yep. 
Alright, so it's time for... Shashi Bits. Alright, Shams, how many bits? Um, and for those big footy listeners, the first timers we have here... Uh, as show I, us your bits. Show us your bits. We'd love to see your bits. Uh, post in our <laughs> forum. No, that's... that's <laughs> Add us to Snapchat. Add us to Snapchat and show us your bits. No, <laughs> show us your bits actually refers to our rating system for when we review our games. We score them out of eight bits. Uh, given that we're eight bits in the future, we give them a score out of eight. Uh, I say this most episodes, don't be shattered if your favourite game that you think is an all-time great gets a score of about a seven or an eight. That's actually really high on our rating system. So remember that before you get any hate mail. So, Shams. I'm going to give it a solid seven. A solid seven. I really like it. Yep. I, I can't... It's it's almost intangible about why I... like. I mean, I love Mortal Kombat. It is one of my all-time favourite sort of game series, but... There's something about Killer Instincts that I go back to, and it's just so playable now, as much as it was before. And getting into the whole, like, rediscovering the characters and their complete and utter randomness. Like, I know the official line of Killer Instinct was, like, oh, like, you know, crazy experiments and stuff. Yep. Um, on, like, a bunch of random people, and that's why everyone's so super different. But I just think it was, it was really kind of like terrific of how each character was so kind of well developed and their their moves were so different and so um like unique to each and every one of them like it's kind yep. of the opposite of Mortal Kombat in a way which felt like all their moves were kind of the same with a couple of variants yeah, like thrown in different flair yeah like, yep. and I, I know it's it's a, an odd thing to say for like a game where they've got a guy made out of fire and a guy made out of ice <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Don't, don't mess with the classics man all right? yeah exactly right <laughs> But then, yeah, you do have, like, the the dinosaur thrown in. You do have the... Um, Spinal was my other favourite person that I'd love to play with. Skeleton with the sword. <laughs> How unoriginal is that name? Spinal. Spinal. And then you got the fire guy called Cinder. Cinder. Yeah. And Glacius, the ice guy. Yeah. Keck, how many bits? Um, look, I'm going to say six and a half. Six and a half. Right. Um, only because fighting games, and it's nothing against the game, but fighting games don't really hold my attention for that long, to yep. be honest. Yep, I was going to raise the exact same point. Uh, my interest in fighting game ended in the 16-bit era. Uh, oh, that's probably not fair. I, I play, although PS1 is 16. No, 32. 32. 32. 32-bit 32 PS1. I did play a bit of Tekken as well, moving on. But really, um, yeah, probably Mortal Kombat, Killer Instinct, Street Fighter, early Street Fighter games probably ended my fighting game. So there's only so high I can give a fighting game, and I think it's going to stop at about a 6.5 as well. I'll probably go with you, Keck. But I will say that as far as fighting games go, it's, it's up there. It's up there. Yeah. yeah, you know, and, and, and I really enjoyed it. Um, I'd love to see the Xbox One uh, version in action, uh, which has been released as a free-to-play game, yeah, I believe, with, with very limited characters. characters. Yeah, and I think you can buy expansions to it. Okay. Uh, I'll definitely give that a go one day. Um very interested to see. I've heard good things, uh, despite the limited looks roster. Very nice. Yeah, and it looks good. So, yeah, it's great. It's great to see them revive the franchise um, because I, I think it's 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 got some real yeah. f- fun things to it. You know, it's got some great characters and some real good things. So, we'll move on from that and we'll have a look at the PS4 exclusive that we've been playing for playing through. I should say, uh, Infamous Second Son. Now, Shams, yes. correct me if I'm wrong, but you absolutely fell in love with this game, did you not? I loved this game, which is surprising seeing as how much I hated the first Infamous. Yeah, you, so you've played Infamous 1 and 2. Give us a quick summary on how you found them. Hated Infamous 1, 
Enjoyed Infamous 2. Loved Second Son. Okay, so they're getting progressively better for you, we can say. Yeah, good on you, PlayStation. <laughs> good stuff. Kek, have you played any of the Infamous games? I have. Um, I've only actually played Second Son. Right. I uh, just picked it up a couple of weeks ago, yep. so I'm not that far into it, but pretty impressed. Yeah, yep. I do really like it. Um, like I've said in previous episodes, I'm not massive on storylines, so I'm sort of, it's once again, this hasn't really sort of dragged me in, but... Yep. Um, look, it is good uh, as far as storylines go. I can see there's a lot of content. It's, it is very sort of – I can see if you are into that right. sort of thing and, and big on storylines, then, yeah, you will get a big, massive kick out of it. How did you find the story, Shams? I enjoyed it. Um, I mean, as with Infamous 1, the storyline, I didn't really – like, it didn't grab me. I thought – I thought that – yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. I, I, I thought the, the main character, Cole, in Infamous 1 and 2 was a little bit of a cardboard cutout for me. Yeah, and there wasn't really... I mean, he sounded like Christian Bale's take on Batman, you know, like, all, like... He's real gruff. Yeah, he's real gruff, but with, like, no substance to back him up whatsoever. It's like, why are you gruff? Yeah. <laughs> are you hungry? <laughs> I think that's what it is. I'm gruff um, and I'm hungry, so maybe. Me too. Um, yourself when you're hungry. <laughs> Eat a Snickers. We should get Snickers sponsorship. We should. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Snickers presents, Bigfooty presents, 8-Bit <laughs> to the Future. Um, I think it could work. I mean, Mars Bar sponsors Carlton. Yeah, and they, and they, clearly, help you play, <laughs> they clearly help you play football, so. True, yeah. Um, okay, so, anyway, back to the storyline. Um, you know, the, the first story of Infamous didn't grab me. The second one... Um, again, was progressively a little bit better. I thought it was a little bit better developed. And the third one, I think I love Delson as a character. You love Delson? Okay. Although I should specify, he... I played through the good version first. Yep. Um, Did you play through both? Yeah, parties? I, yeah, I played through the good and bad. Um, I really, really liked Delson as a character. He's just so sweet mm -hmm. and really charming and kind of mischievous. Was he charming? Oh. You've been, yeah. <laughs> He's been waiting to use that. Um... Yes, he. I just think he's a really, really sweet character, and they've they've put in a lot of effort in developing him as a as a as someone who you can relate to, and someone who, um, you know, despite his like supernatural abilities or whatever, you can relate to the decisions he has to make and think about what you would do in his position. Okay. Not as much as um. Uh, the guy who voices him, his name is Joel. Uh, not Joel, sorry. Yes, Joel. Right. Um, yeah, no, you're, no, he voices Joel from yes, The Last of Us. Sorry. Um, the same guy, um, he, he voices Joel from The Last of Us. Who are completely different Troy. Characters. His name is Troy, the voice actor. Right. Um, Baker? Troy Baker, yeah. Right. So he, he voices Joel as well as Delson, and I think it's really funny because they're both such empathetic characters. They're so... Yep. And I really, In completely different ways, though. Absolutely, but I really think he gives it such an amazing amazingly human quality like he really mm. makes you he draws you in and he makes you care about the character mm. i will say about dalson um first of all there are some real polarizing views on the internet about him a lot of people hate him um because he can come across as a punk kid and i'll put my hand up and say yeah. Wait, i didn't hate the good him or hate the bad him? both okay i, I um he's a punk kid regardless at first oh, yeah. no my first experiences with dalson was here we go i'm gonna hate this proof that was my first thought i thought i'm not gonna be able to stand this guy honestly that's what i thought um, didn't take long though, uh, when I was like, he started, he started warming to me and then by the end of the game, I was really, I really cared about him as a character. I really wanted to see him succeed. Now, 
I think they... He's a good character for the good storyline. I think uh, Sucker Punch have failed uh, at creating a character who is believable enough to be able to be good or evil. And I think that's required for a game which allows you to go down two completely different paths. He's very believable as a good guy. He's not at all believable as a bad guy. If you go the bad path and you do the bad things... I can't buy that this kid who cares about his brother, who wants to save his, you know, his community, I can't believe that he wants to, you know, murder innocent people. It just doesn't. It's very haphazard. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's just, it's not done well in that regard. It, it's, it, the storyline for the bad is quite poorly done. Like, yeah. And it's, um, it's also too similar to the good. Like, they don't differentiate it heaps. But, and the ways they do differentiate it seems like too much of a departure. It, from, absolutely. That's yeah. exactly how I would describe it. And that when he does... He's at the same sort of, you know, junctures in, in the story. Yeah. His way of, you know, making it, having a, you know, a bad response to it might be like, don't make me hurt you. Yeah. And it's like, mm. what, where did that come from? Yeah. You haven't threatened anyone. Do you think it's his age that sort of stops us from believing? Buying into him as a bad yeah. guy? Yeah. Could be. That's maybe a good point. Like, uh, he does seem like a young, like, he's still... Uh, and they do sell him as a character who's still in its formative stages. Like he's 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 he's, he's able to be influenced by those around him. So he's not yeah. like a clear cut villain who is yeah. set in his ways. Yeah, and he starts off as such a pussy. <laughs> it's very hard to come back from that. Yeah, he does. But he did for me. He you did know for what, me. Though? Um, I, I agree with what you were saying before, Willow. In that, when I first started playing it, you know, when he's graffitiing. Oh no, uh, when he's like. Uh, causing some mischief, I don't know, when he's like, he's running across the ocean, he's graffiti and he's like running across the ocean. The graffiti is awesome, by the way. Th- that's awesome. But I was really prepared to hate him as a character because I, you take a look at him, he's like some punk kid in a beanie mm. wearing a cut off denim vest. And just like, just hey, putting out there in the real world, I hate people like that. <laughs> people no. Like, people like what? People who wear denim. Yeah, <laughs> who wears denim? Like, really? Yeah. No. Well, I was really prepared to hate him because I thought, I thought he looked like a really stereotypical old young person like like sucker punch didn't know let's be honest he's a hipster that's the word you're looking for yeah but okay no, 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 <laughs> well he's not wearing it. the glasses no, he, sh- he should be he needs a josh josh gibson glasses the judge showered wellingham hair <laughs> <laughs> that's a hipster okay. and a buddy car crash <laughs> it's just one hipster household there isn't it yeah Jeez Louise. um We've just alienated everyone who doesn't follow football. Well, uh, considering we're coming through the Big 40 Forum now... uh, We have international followers as well. We definitely do have an international audience. So if you are listening to this podcast and... I don't know if it's going to be coming through the chain channels though. So I don't know. We'll we'll see. So look, uh, you should still be able to find us through our original channels. We'll see though. But as I was saying... When you're first introduced to him, you're not given any clear definition of how old he is, but you are under the impression that he's somewhat impressionable. Mm. So he kind of, and in my opinion, it was sort of like they kind of wanted you to believe he was someone like 16 or 17. Yeah. But then the more you kind of play as him, you're like, no, he's a bit older. But then that's where it kind of kept getting stuck. It's like, well, Mid-20s? Well, okay, but then how for No, I'd say early 20s. Early 20s. I would say early 20s. Because yeah. to, to be at that formative stage, yeah. your 20s is too there's late. A, there's an immaturity there, yeah. Yeah, but then, like, anywhere you kind of place him at an age point, he does things that are inappropriate to that age. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was kind of, like, at the start, I was like, what the hell? This is really neither here nor there, you know? And it seems like he's just going to be a stereotype of, like, some 40-year-old playing, like, an 18-year-old kid on the OC. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, like, trying to, like, behave like a young person would. Mm. 
And it's hard because Troy Baker is, is quite old. You know, he's not he's he's closer to Joel's age than he is to Delson's purported yeah. age. But um, I think you you kind of just have to let that go because I think the the way that they kind of get around that a little bit is that they make his brother an authority figure and his brother is seen as being overprotective mm. rather than kind of yeah having a normal sort of sibling relationship from his age. So I think if you just let that go, you might be able to accept him as more of a believable character in either scenario. Right. Okay. Well, putting the story aside, I thought the gameplay was fantastic. It gave you a real sense of power, yeah. a real sense of destructibility. I thought, especially the later powers that you get when you can travel a lot faster, um, I really bought into the fact that this was a you know a semi-real city. Uh, it's based on Seattle uh, with some tweaks that they've, they've thrown into things. But it's it really feels... It's very empowering. I, I really felt like I was playing a next-gen game at times playing this. I was like, wow, you know, this is a, and the type of experience you can't get on the PS3. Um, I've played the infamous games since I finished Second Son. I've had gone back and had a look, and it's a big difference. It's, yeah, it really is a dramatic step up to the PS4 version. Um, well, it's because they use quite a lot more of the motion capture, including... Yeah. yeah, a lot of the facial expression capture. Yeah, the Ooh. facial expressions in the cutscenes are phenomenal. In this I wanted game. to touch on that as well. Yep, just his movement, like from the start. Yep, oh, so the cool. way that he moved, just sort of comparing it with something like Assassin's Creed. Yep, oh, and we've already touched on that, even. so I don't need to bring that up again. But you know, Willow, like you were, you went into bat for Assassin's Creed, saying that mm -hmm. the whole. The problem that Shams and I had with it jumping from building to so building and, getting, yeah. and getting stuck, and you just need to know how to do it. No, why does Infamous allow you to seamlessly jump from building to building with I, no problems incredible. at all? I did have some issues with Infamous though. There were some times when I was getting stuck, and I said I was playing it with Shams, and I remember I don't remember specifically, but there was times when I was like, "This is a little bit broken as well." Like it's an open world game, yeah. that sort of stuff. I, I'm like, probably not far enough yeah. into it to have gotten to that, but to me, the controls are flawless. Like, he gets stuck going up buildings. Sometimes he'll get caught under, a, like, a... Okay. I can't go higher. Okay, I but like... that's... that's. I don't think that's a, a game Is that just broken. No, I think it's, like... Jumping at the wrong spots. I, I think that's what it is. Like, you can't... Like, if, if you're standing under an awning, he's not going to blast through it. Even yeah. though, in real life, if he had a rocket in his hands and was going upwards, he probably would. But, you know, yeah. I think that's, like... The, the world has developed really well, you know? It's, yeah. There are, um, you know, like with any video game, there are bits where you're going to be able to break it and, you know, be standing half inside a brick wall and half in the yeah. ocean. Yeah, I, I, know, I, know, I know it's too difficult to be done, but it would have been great, this game as well, if more things were destructible. I, I like that, you know, I could blow up the bases of the, you know, the, the DUP, which are the cops in the game. Yeah. Um, but if I, if I could like you know take off chunks of buildings and do things like yeah. that, See, that would have been cool. That's very to, difficult. To but do. and you because it's based it. and because it's based on a real city as well. Yeah. That's probably where it gets curly. I know. Um, in it, they had what's the, the tower called? Needle. The Sky Needle in Seattle, yeah. which yeah. is the big tower and which is a real uh, landmark in Seattle. And I've listened to some of the content about that, and they had to get the rights to it. But there's a lot of limitations to it. You couldn't blow up the Sky Needle. You couldn't crash into the Sky Needle. The Sky Needle people had a lot of things that okay, you can have it in your game, but these are things you can't do. You know, nothing that's sort of terrorist related. That's and fair like that. enough, too. I suppose. Yeah, and so I guess you know if you're using a, like a realish sort of city, I guess the destructible elements yeah. of it are going to be limited to the fictional stuff you're putting in there which is what they did through the DUPs type stuff so I guess you can give them a pass there it's a huge game like I remember when I was playing it at the start I, th I thought I was really surprised to like learn that you couldn't go inside buildings and then the more I played it I was like you have to you have to, to 
you have to put a limit on it somewhere. It's cool. If you yeah. can go inside buildings and that, it, it would be too big. Yeah. yeah. And, that, and I wonder at what point we'll get to a game where they have a scope of city the size of the Grand Theft Auto game, yet every building is accessible. And I'm thinking it's probably, you know, quite yeah. a few generations away. But yeah. I wonder when we... I'm, I'm sure we will get yeah. there, but I, I, I wonder when. That'll be interesting. But do you think that, like, what would be the benefit of doing that? That's just... It's... I think the scope of that is a little bit too big. Like, in for, like this game almost... You know what, though? It works in Pokemon. Everything comes back to Pokemon. Right? <laughs> no, but there is a building you can't walk into. Yeah, but there's only, like, there's towns that only have five buildings in them. And, like, three roads. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> even we're talking so, about massive cities. Even so, it's a big game. I, yeah, okay. Um, anyway. Sorry, <laughs> I'm just straight off topic a little bit. <laughs> Um, I think Infamous is a really big game. I mean, when I play to to get the Platinum Trophy, you have to go through each um, quadrant or section. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's it? There has to be four for it to be a quadrant, right? Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Like, each, like... Um, section. Just, yeah. Let's just go with section. D- district? district? District, that's what it was called. District. Thank you for putting of, me Of out, the town, yeah. Putting me out of my misery. Um, you have to go through each district and go and complete you know, all the, the sub-sort of missions. And wipe out all the bad guys in there. Yeah, absolutely. And when I looked at the sort of map of Seattle, I couldn't believe that that was a thing. I thought it would take forever. And, you know, once you get into the rhythm of things, it's actually quite fast. Yeah, as to... you, and you get more powerful, and you get yeah. and you get powers that mean you can travel faster as well. Definitely. So it's not as, yeah. But um, it, it was the size of that that kind of made me appreciate why you couldn't sort of go into buildings and things. And I just yep. think, you know, if, if they were to fully expand it, I think... They would have to, you'd have to lose something from somewhere. Yeah. And when you think about it, if you wanted them to go further as well, you'd probably want more gameplay options than something, you know, pointless as walking into buildings here and there. I, I mean, I know, I know a lot of people found it quite repetitive. Yeah. Um, in terms of the actual gameplay, like in each district. Blow stuff up, kill things. Yeah, yeah shoot out a couple of cameras. Kill the camera. In every district, it's the same objective. Yeah, do so this, do that, yeah. do that, do that. Which to me was fine. Because I actually found those things, whilst repetitive, were fun. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. like, I love the sense of power the game gives you. It's like you do feel like a real badass playing this game. Like, yeah. So I didn't have a problem with it. But I can, if someone you know has an issue with that and finds it, rep- I get it. I, I can see where they're coming from. Just for me, I felt that. But for me, there's still a fun factor despite the repetitiveness. I think towards okay. yeah. the end, especially if you're doing something like working to a platinum trophy. Yep. And you're kind of doing it more for the prize rather than the journey. Um, it does sort of, you're kind of like, ugh, but you can, repeat. But you can pack it in sometimes when you're on those sort of journeys because it is too grinding, it is too yeah. you know, repetitive. But I, I felt like, even with the last one, I was still having a blast with it. So it, it's fun beating up the people. You and I play very differently. Oh, we do. Yeah. I'm very, like, goal-oriented and you're very much like, you both actually are very much just like, Oh, let's just like screw around as much as we can. Let's blow shit up. Let's yeah. do that. Oh, what would happen if I threw myself off this building? Oh, speaking of which, Cake, I've got to show you um, now with the PS4 share things. I've got some videos of like funny stuff of him, oh, nice. of him doing stuff that I'm going to send you. So yeah, you ha- have you not seen us play Saints Row? I have. <laughs> you guys. Open World Games for, and me and Cake is. For know, our just audience, um, look. How many hours have we spent? Wow, yeah. Same, 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 throwing same ourselves the third, off the it? third, yeah. throwing ourselves off the building. Yeah. Or we'd have our own our own base in that whatever the tower is called, and yeah. I'd be trying to just change my clothes, and and here Willow is in his fighter jet, <laughs> flying, blowing up. Um, yeah, throwing rock uh, missiles at me. And, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. 
you know, I'm just trying to do, I'm trying to purchase ammo. Yeah. And here he is just standing in the door laughing, lobbing grenades at me. And I can't, I just can't change just my... checks in the menus, yeah. Can't change what I'm wearing or, you know, <laughs> just trying to do something simple. It just doesn't allow me to do it. We... Like I can't watch you with play no goal anything for more than like two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, we get sidetracked. Um, <laughs> show us your bits, Kek. Uh, look, I haven't played that much of it, to be honest. I'm probably only about an hour and a half. Two hours. Give us a provisional bit. Uh, look, it's a very good game. I'm probably going to give it a seven. That's far. Okay. So far, Maybe yeah. we'll get you to fill you in on the next episode hey. and see what, if you've changed. Look, the yet. controls were enough for me. It's tight. Um, yeah. Storyline's not a huge problem, so that's fine. I'm not taking <laughs> that. Speaking of controls, the spray can mechanics when you graffiti is pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah. I, what I didn't like about that, though, yeah. is that half the time it doesn't let you finish. Yeah, he yeah. finishes. I just want to color it. Yeah. yeah. Let me finish coloring. Like, what, you think my coloring's not good enough? You're cutting me off early? Yeah. Well, until you can prove you can do it between the lines, <laughs> Kek, we're not going to let you color. Shams, Chelsea Bids. Um, I'd give it a seven as well. Seven? Yeah. I think seven's a good score. I thought it was, yeah. I thought seven was, yeah. I thought it was a really good game. Um, it did have a few shortcomings, and I can see why it would rub some people the wrong way, but for me, rub me in a nice, arousing way. <laughs> <laughs> it's rubbing you in your bits? In my bits. <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh we'll move on now uh we'll have a look at mario golf world tour which is coming out very very soon for the 3ds you may already have it you may have already seen it in shops we at the time of recording it's not out yet uh some of us are really excited for it um i actually played it some of us are excited for it oh is everybody excited for it I don't, it was you shams you have a lot of exposure to mario golf so this could be your first Go with it? Yes, this will be my first go with it. I was a very, like, Mario sort of traditionalist when I was younger. So you didn't play the golf or the tennis or the kart? I or played the... the, uh, <laughs> oh, the kart. Yeah, no, God, what's a kart? Mario kart? Surely. <laughs> what? No. Um, no, I played kart, I played tennis, um, drew the line at golf. 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 It's an old man's sport. Oh, come on, Sean. Oh, no. Golf games are fun. Golf games are fun. I even like the Tiger Woods games. Yeah. Yeah. It's We've, because you we don't have to do... PGA yeah. 2000... Is it like the Masters? 11 Masters? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The golf games are fun. I, I even played golf games like way back when. I used to play PGA Tour 98 oh, on my PC back in the say, day. I was going to say, like Wii Sports, like golf, playing that. Microsoft Golf? Did anyone play Microsoft oh, Golf? Oh, loved it. Yes. Yep. Did anyone ever play Beavis and Butthead Bunghole in one? No. As well? Yeah, it's a Beavis and Butthead golf game. I feel like I should. It um, was hilarious. I it was on PC. Okay. Never heard of that, but I did play Microsoft Golf. You played Microsoft I think a lot of people play Microsoft Golf. Do you remember um, every time, anytime you hit the ball like into the sand and you try and get it out and like the voice would be like, oh no. Yeah. And I just hit it over and over again. Like, and be like, it's, it's in the sand. Yeah, it's it's like, yeah. And yet you can't watch us play games. No. Yet that's what you would do. Hit it into the sand? Just constantly. I didn't do it on purpose. Oh, okay. <laughs> I picture you just hitting it in the sand just for the sound bite. Just trolling. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. And like the crowd booing you. But um, my, my experiences with uh, Mario Golf, it's actually weird because it's the same as my experiences with Killer Instinct is that I didn't play it really at, on the 64, but I did play a lot of it on the original Game Boy, which was Golf, I think it was called. Golf. It was on the NES as well. Okay, yeah. Mario was a character, but it wasn't really based well, around it, that The Game Boy version us. only had Mario. Mario was the only player yeah. I could play of, and it was Golf. So to me, it was Mario Golf. Um, and yeah, it was really fun. I spent a lot of time with it. Um, 
I haven't gone back to that version of Mario Golf since I was a kid. I love that game. Uh, I have spoken to someone who has and who informs me that my nostalgia coloured glasses at the moment uh, make him remember it a lot better than it is. Apparently, it's atrocious Be now. careful. It's just called Golf. It's just called Golf. upset some of our listeners. Okay, so Golf. Uh, golf for the Game Boy. Um, yeah, so apparently it's horrible uh, now to go back to, but I had a lot of fun with it, and I had a real thing for golf games as a kid. Which I'm not. You just right. like sports games in general, don't you? Yeah, I do. I do. I uh, I play a lot of um, NBA 2K. Uh, played a lot of AFL Live. Played a lot of FIFA. I love. I'm getting back into the UFC games as well. There's what one coming out on PS4. One of us hated sports games. Who was it? That was probably me. I, I think Keck said he's not, not great at them, but he likes sports them. Games. It, for me, Something. there's a very large learning curve. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I, besides AFL, I picked that up pretty easily. and I'm You are a diehard AFL fan, though. Yeah, that's right. So, I understand the game a lot better, and that's the thing. I'm not passionate about really any other any other sport and such except for though. Like, AFL. It's just, so it doesn't... It, I don't know. They're transferable. The knowledge is transferable, I feel like. When we play, we just know where to run and, you know... Yeah. I, I would like to just say uh, to our Big Footy audience and any of our Australian listeners who have played the AFL Live games, there is AFL Live and AFL Live 2... Uh, here at 8 Bits of the Future, we're firmly behind AFL Live, which is produced by Big Ant Studios, and we'd love to see you guys do another game. Uh, definitely. Where we haven't got your Dodd Bradman cricket just yet. We will get it. We may give it a review as well to support the Big Ant Studios. Yep. Um, we'd love to see you guys do another AFL Please game. So Don't let Wicked Witch do another one. So, <laughs> guys, if that's at all possible, um, yeah, that would be fantastic. So, we actually haven't played uh, a lot of AFL Live 2. We didn't like it at all. Uh, So we still, to this day, play AFL Live. And there's still a community of people that do play AFL Live. You can go online now and there'd be people online playing, which is a testament to the job that Big Ant did. And, yeah, we we think it's a real feather in their cap as a company. So well done to Big Ant, and we'd really love to see them go on and make another AFL game. But... Let's go back to Mario Golf. What yep. was your experiences with it, Kate? Um, I only ever played the 64 version. 64? Because um, there also was a GameCube version, right? Uh, yes. Yes, but, right. uh, I think it was Toadstool 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 Tour. 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 Yeah. I uh, didn't play that, but I did play the N64 version. weird spin-offs on the... Yeah. Like, Double Dash as well was another Double one. Dash wasn't a weird spin-off. Well, no, weird. Dash, I'm not, weird doesn't yeah. mean bad. I'm just saying it was... Like, that's different. Like, all the other... None of the other Mario Karts have, since or before have been Double Dash. That's just like... Double you Dash know. is still one of my favourite Mario Kart games. Yeah. yeah I, I'd probably put it ahead of Mario Kart Wii. Really? Okay. Um, they have it in hard. Uh, and that's what I liked about it was, that, and for someone like me, I've spent a lot of hours, and I'm pretty good at Mario Kart games. Not often do I lose. Yeah. Um, Mario Kart Double Dash, I couldn't play as Petey Piranha. Yeah, I couldn't play as some of the bigger characters. I just couldn't get it. Yeah. So I've seen Mario Kart Double Dash in arcades as well. It's a game. You no, see. no, it's a Mario Kart arcade. It's a different. But game. it's it's so uh, it has the double mechanic, doesn't it? No. Oh, maybe I've just invented that. No, there's different characters. Oh, okay. But yeah, it's, and you can put your face on as... Oh, as, really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it comes on the screen when you're playing it. Do you, yeah. do, do you show your bum when that happens? Or? Um, yeah, I do sometimes. <laughs> Actually, I've done that before. Yeah. yeah on a Friday <laughs> night in a packed shopping centre, that wasn't the smartest idea. <laughs> but uh, anyway, getting back to Mario, Mario Golf. We're talking about um, It annoyed me a little bit because I found the mechanics were a little bit frustrating. Um wasn't really sure where I was hitting my ball and sometimes the ball didn't go where I wanted it to. Um, 
but I would like to play it again because I haven't picked it up for a while. So I'm pumped. I, I don't know why. I, I think it's the nostalgic side of me that played it on Game Boy and played it to death and is like, I feel like now that it's on a handheld again because it's the first handheld release. I oh, know they had it on Color as well, Game Boy Color or maybe... Yeah, there was a. I think it was in an RPG. You know, it might be Mario Tennis on Game Boy Color. If you know that uh, and you're listening to this, please right now uh, thread. I'd love some clarification on whether Mario Golf on Game Boy Color was an RPG or whether that was Mario Tennis. I'm not sure, or maybe both of them. Um, I know one of them was. Um, anyway, I played. Yeah, so because I loved it on handheld, I figure that you know to have that experience on a handheld again. A golf game is not continuous. It's the sort of game I can play while doing something else. So I like a game like that on a handheld because not so much on a console. You know. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I've got this feeling in my head that I'll, I'm going to love this game. I've also got confirmation from a couple of my friends that they're going to buy it as well. Which for a sports game, you almost unless you're going to take it online, you almost need yeah. because um, for me, example, I play NBA 2K religiously. I buy it every year. I love it. But my problem is, is that nobody else. I got a few friends that nearly do, but nobody else quite loves it as much as I do. So I can either play it online, which I don't really like playing games online, you know, or I can play it against friends and just cream them. Do you know what I mean? It's like there's not really that local level of competition for me so to hear that other people are getting married golf and want to get into it as well that's like fantastic you know i can practice they can practice we can take each other on and that's a fantastic you know that's what sports about is it not is it you know fine-tune your skills and get better at something and then compete that's what sports about is that really what golf's about well it's, it's a sport. about competition of course it's, it's, not. it's about plaid pants have you not watched them play little caps <laughs> and fat asses that's what he says in happy gilmore isn't it <laughs> <laughs> you know my beef with this game and What's obviously that? I haven't played it so there aren't many yeah why the hell is it not on the Wii U oh my god that's seriously why a... not you can have it on your 3DS that's fine but I want it on the Wii that's ex- seriously I'm struggling to find a game that I, I love my Wii U don't get me wrong I'm struggling to find a game that I really want to play and I want to be excited about a game I know exactly and I, I've spent a lot of money on the console and give me Mario Golf game on the Wii U. Yeah. I felt the exact same way. Why does it have to be on a handheld? Why can't it be on both? Shams, what do you think? Exact same way about Yoshi's Island. It's just like I don't know. There's something about the Wii U that um, I don't know. It just has like a more communal feel to it, and you feel like you can just I don't know. It just it's yeah. I, I know it's not as portable, and you obviously can't take it everywhere. But I just I enjoy playing things on the Wii U so much more than that tiny little screen. Yeah. And look, if you really want it on a portable, the way you offer you that too. Yeah, definitely. So, and I don't see why they can't. I, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm totally agree with you. I'm just waiting for some really good Wii U games that make me excited. I mean, almost on every other console, there's at least one game that I'm really looking forward to. And with Wii U, it's almost kind of like once you buy it and you get through the first round of playing. It's, of the Mario type Yeah, of the Mario games. Yeah. And then it's kind of like. Done. Well, because it's, it's just no third party support, which is really good stuff. But yeah. yeah, I agree with you guys in principle, and I and I, you know, I've got my dusty Wii U over there, and I'd love to play some games on it. But I don't know if I'd buy it if it was on Wii U, only because, like I said, the appeal for me is that I feel like it's taking me back to that handheld experience that I had that I want to recreate, and that's yeah. a very personal thing for me. Like yeah. I understand it as a broader appeal. Um, Although uh, I guess the reason they're releasing on the 3DS is due to its popularity, you know, because there's a lot more people who have 3DSs out there than we yeah, use at the moment. So they want to sell more of them, so they put it on the 3DS. I'm assuming, and I'm assuming that's why they're releasing like Smash Bros. on both of them as well, yeah. because yeah. they want to get that money back. Uh, for yeah, so them. release them on both. Yeah, and that's probably yeah. a fair argument as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely agree. But is there any way we think they could stuff this one up? Any? 
Um, Central dangers, he says. It's going to be very hard. Um, I think the only way they can really stuff it up is if they stray too far away from what people want, Mm -hmm. what people are used to. Obviously, like we've spoken about before, Nintendo gamers don't like change. (laughs) It's such a Nintendo Um, answer. Don't put pointless characters in. I don't give a shit about your Miis. I don't want to play as my Mii. Do you know what I want, though? I want some... I want... um... And I need this in sports games. I need progression. Give me some progression. Make me feel like if I'm playing... A career mode. Yeah, like a career mode, even um, an RPG-ish elements where you level up skills, be cool, you know, like things like that. More than just your one stock standard tournament. Yeah. yeah. There has to be some substance to it because I find that a lot of 3DS games take the easy way out and there's one mode and, and that's it and you're done. Yep. Yeah. It's like, well, there needs to be some replayability. Absolutely. And whether that's, you know, prolonged through <coughs> good uh, competitive modes against other people. I, you know what I want to see? If you're going to do a sports game, Nintendo, online. it must have full, you know, comprehensive online functionality because sports games, that is their bread and butter. You have to Absolutely. do that. Nintendo, yeah? And we all know Nintendo don't do online very well. I, I'm yeah, half right. expecting them to drop the ball completely on it, uh, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, fingers crossed that they don't, but uh, with the online component. I'm, you know, I'm expecting the game will be sound, but... We'll, we'll see where they go from here. So, yeah, keep a lookout for a future review of Mario Golf. Um, we'll definitely give it a bit of a thrashing when we do get it. Um, and, yeah, we'll, we'll let you know what we think. And on that note, let us know what you think of our podcast as well. Uh, our thread on bigfooty.com. Have a look for Bigfooty Geek under the video game section of that forum. Uh, we'll have a thread on there for the 8 to the Future podcast. You can send us any feedback. We'd love to hear some constructive feedback. We'd also love to hear how you're jamming pens into your ears that we're so painful to listen to. <laughs> just, <laughs> just kidding. No, look, uh, good or bad, let us know what you think. Uh, let us know if you have any questions that you'd like for us to read out on air and respond to or if there's any input you'd like to have to the show, we'd love to hear it. So feel free to post on that forum there. You can, of course, still find us through all our usual channels. Um, we may not be on our same uh, RSS feed for podcasts through Android and iTunes. Stay post. Uh, we'll keep you posted on that. Um, if you're hearing this podcast, so I'm assuming you found where we posted it. <laughs> but um, obviously, we're still contactable through the same uh, Twitter. That's at a bit to the future on Twitter. And also on facebook.com slash 8BitToTheFuture. You can find us there. You can also email us if you'd like at 8BitToTheFuture at gmail.com. We'd love to hear any feedback. And give us a review on iTunes. Uh, We're not too sure how the landscape's going to change on that. It'll probably be under a different file name. Um, But, yeah, keep a lookout from us. Um, Any closing thoughts, guys? Um, No, look, I'm... Yeah. yeah, we're all pretty excited to be under the Big Footy banner. Um, we're really excited to uh, interact with that community. But if you're not a Big Footy regular and you've been listening to us uh, throughout various parts of Australia or overseas, as we know, we have, we've had uh, correspondence from a few listeners out there. Um, stick with us. Um, we hope you enjoy our show. And despite being affiliated with you know different formats, we're still going to have uh, different forums. We're still going to have the same format. But we would also like to really thank uh, Big Footy for this opportunity. Um, we really hope this is a partnership we can go into the future but thanks for listening guys Um, 8 Bit for the Future signing off for one more episode see you guys see ya